Hello, welcome back to Podcast vs. Player episode 70. I'm Carl, and as always, I'm joined by a man who was in the comic book store when somebody called him a nerd. Unfortunately, he didn't have enough mana to cast a mortal spell on him. It's only bloody Dan. Hello. Hello. You all right? Wow, jinx. Uh, touch penises. <laughs> Is that like our new high five? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's the 21st century. It's the high five of the 21st century. Get in on it. Yeah, it's it's like a chest bump, but it's a, a willy bump. bump. <laughs> Don't name it after me. Anyway, <laughs> want some news? Yeah, <laughs> go on. Frisky devil. <laughs> All Xbox One users can now stream games to Windows 10 devices. Uh, with the launch of Microsoft's new operating system less than two weeks away, all Xbox One users who are using an early version of the OS can now stream their games to a Windows 10 device. This functionality was unveiled earlier this year and allows for any Xbox One game to be streamed over a local network to a Windows 10 PC or tablet slash Windows service. Um, it was enabled for Xbox One preview program members in June, but it's now available to everybody with Windows 10 installed if you haven't got Windows 10 yet. On July 29th, it will all start rolling out to all the people in the world, as long as you've yeah. registered. As long as we you have. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. As long as you've already uh, put your name in for the thing. Yes. Yeah. I thought it was last month and I got really angry. I will. But yeah, that's quite cool though, because there's no reason for it. <laughs> what I want is the opposite. I want to be able to stream my PC games to my Xbox One. Which is never going to happen. It might happen, maybe. <laughs> no. <at a> later <laughs> date. But no. I imagine it, not Steam games. It'll be like games that you can buy on the Windows Store. Which no one uses if they've got a PC. I don't even know if it still works. <laughs> <laughs> don't know, don't want to know. <laughs> it would be cool, though, if they partner with Steam. But it won't happen. It would. Steam boxes. But that, they should have done that for the Xbox One. Yeah. And won't happen. Unfortunately not. Never gonna happen. Anyway, that was boring. Um, Shenmue free Kickstarter has ended at 6.3 million. Jesus Christ. The Kickstarter for Shenmue 3 has just wrapped up and after the month-long campaign, developer Wisenet has raised $6,233,295 from only 69,220 backers. Bloody hell. That's a lot of money. Who the fuck's been giving a few grand on this? Fuck knows. Um, but the figure has more than tripled the two million goal that Wisenet set out to reach. So well, that good. yeah, you'd hopefully assume then that uh, whoever has backed this will immediately get a free copy of it, as these will be the ones who are the most interested in seeing it. Um, but for you know, if you average out as to how much that is across each backer, then they better get more than just a copy of the game. Um, I imagine they'll have some kind of in-game. Um, credit provi- or yeah providing you have some get some people have done stuff like whether it's a comic or a film or games or whatever um, if you put so much you get a character in the uh, whatever the project is I guess but 6,000 people to get in as NPCs hmm no but this is like say it was for the high end people yeah mean. $15 $30 $50 all the way up to like 4,000 whatever if you did like the 4,000 you get everything everyone else gets plus something else but they only have so many of those well it's like the uh, the Saints Row millionaire pack thing mm. remember that like where you you buy the game for a million dollars or a million pounds yeah 
but you get like a car and a trip to space and plastic surgery, uh, blah 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 blah, and you get to be in the game as well. That that's the minimum I'd want. Yeah, for a fucking million. I'd well, if I want the company. Yeah, well, I'd want to <laughs> go down there and record my own lines. Well, to be fair, for the Dick Figures movie, um, if you if you back so much, you got a ca- you got a character in the film, and they flew you down to like Amer- wherever it was in America to like meet the rest of the cast of people. Yeah, that. And stuff. Yeah, I definitely and you want record that. Record all your lines and that. Yeah, I'd want to meet like say if you um, invested in something like uh, the Arkham games or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I would want to go and meet Kevin Conroy. I'd want to go meet Mark Hamill. Yeah. You know, I'd want to record my lines or my one line for Bad Guy Number Two, where your line is just <laughs> when you're getting smacked in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Something okay. like that. That'd be da- yeah. That's what I'd want for my money. Yeah, for hmm. sure. Um, but Shenmue Three's Kickstarter, um, which was revealed during Sony's E3 press conference, um, has basically it's reached its goal. It's going to happen. Um, but we still don't have a release date yet. No. Do you think, however, this is something I was thinking about the other day. I mean, obviously, Greenlight and Kickstarter and all that sort of thing. They are. I think it's a good platform. You know, when people are trying to raise money for causes that they just can't back themselves, or that maybe wouldn't um, they wouldn't require such a high amount of money that you know, sort of business investors would. You know, that you're on about sort of. Eighty, hundred thousand pounds, or something like that, yeah. to invest in a product or whatever. Whereas with Kickstarter, you can say, "Well, I can get a prototype together if people who are interested in buying it or seeing it pay for it themselves." Yeah. So, with that in mind, obviously, this is a concept that's been around for a while. But do you think, as this is a, a professional games developer that have come forward and said, "Well, if you want the game, you pay for it," do you think that this is going to start a trend? Yes. For other games that maybe won't get the sort of the remaster treatment that a lot of them are at the moment. Um, but, you know, sort of like old fan favourites or, you know, someone kickstarts Fan Life, uh, fan life 3, <laughs> Half-Life 3. Um, or, you, you know, sort of like old games that people may have forgotten about, but, you know, have got quite a big cult following. And they say, well, we're a games development company. We don't really want to take the risk on, you know, be, uh, having someone invest in the, in the game. So if the fans want to pay for it, then we'll do it. Um, because then you already know that you've made back what you need. People like... like we were, Half-Life 3 is never going to make it onto a Kickstarter. Yeah. By, at least by Valve themselves. And obviously if anyone else does it... No, 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 but shit. you know, something that people want that much, I mean. You know. Yeah, um, I imagine with, say... Um, I don't... I think it's Activision. I could be wrong, but I think Activision owned the rights to Crash Bandicoot. I could see something like that being used on Kickstarter. Yeah. Um, and they go to Sony and say, we want to make a new kick, uh, a new Crash Bandicoot game. And Sony's like, we've been trying to make a Crash Bandicoot game for like the last fucking six years, but you won't sell us the rights back. <laughs> and they say, well, all right, fuck it. We'll, we'll put it on Kickstarter. If people want it so badly, we'll make it. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, what, what have you lost? Yeah. You, because you say, well, time. yeah, we'll, we'll give you a, well, no, not even that. It's just the time to put up the advert. Because then it's just like, you know, if you want to see the game, we'll keep this open for a month. If we can reach $2 million by that point, mm. then obviously a lot of people are interested. And we've already got the money there. So, yeah, fuck it, we'll do it. Well, So, I mean, that's the thing, though. They haven't got anything to lose by doing it, which means that you can test the water to say, 
who would kickstart you know a new conquer game who would kickstart yeah. a new g police game uh, you know something like that and you can test the waterfall you know well there's clearly the remastering that we're doing at the moment is a good thing because a lot of people are interested in old games getting redone and re-released on the current generation well um who makes uh, just cause square enix yes it is yeah um they and it's not really the same at all but it's could be used in a similar way um, for the Just Cause um, like collector's edition. They basically said, "What do you want with it?" and they gave you like a list of stuff. Mm. And the majority people voted for a grappling hook. Obviously, of course, yeah, a, a replica doesn't work. <laughs> um, but if if game developers do stuff like that, like say two or three times a year, they put up a list of games and they go, "What do you want us to make next?" and then everyone votes for whatever and then they mm. make that game instead of wasting time and resource on a game that nobody gives a shit about well that would be good but that then you're you know hoping that the, the community actually comes together and doesn't just troll so it's just all Barbie adventures for the next five years because you know the new Gears of War and the new Uncharted because they don't like it everyone's voting for something else I suppose there'd have to be hindrances on it well, if there's, you know, new Call of Duty, new Battlefield, and then a brand new type of game, you just go, well, I don't like Call of Duty, I do like Battlefield, and I've never heard of this game, so I'm going to vote for Battlefield. That doesn't necessarily mean that you want to see that one made. Obviously, they're all different companies. Yeah, you just so. don't vote, then. But that's it, people will. Oh, yeah, yeah, saying that. They will. It's just like, well, I definitely don't want you to win, so to make sure that I, yeah, you don't you, win, you I'm going to vote for somebody else. If there's a... If there is two games that are like kind of against each other, say for argument's sake, the same people made um, the same people made Battlefront and mm. um, Battlefield and uh, Call of Duty. All the people that prefer one or the other are going to vote for the the one they like. Yeah, yeah. I know that makes no sense, but <laughs> no, I know what you mean. But I think that, I think that the, the sort of leaving it up to the fans. I think the only real thing that you should let them decide on are you know if you want to spend 70 quid on a premium edition what do you get with it what do you want to get with it yeah. like if they opened this up to the call of duty fans say because the majority of their kind of premium editions you know for out of pretty much every franchise they're the one who consistently deliver kind of impressive things to go with it you know so you get um, remote controlled drones and there's night vision goggles and you know uh, there's a car with a camera on it as well you know stuff like that it's just like well it you know decreases to maps and skins no but that's it though that's that's just sort of DLC DLC wouldn't you wouldn't vote for DLC otherwise everyone would just be like well fuck off we don't want to pay for DLC yeah. but you know if you're going to buy the, the, the collector's edition with a special tin and the artwork and all that sort of stuff you know what would you if you were buying this what would you like to get with this uh, what would you like to get with this most of all mm. so would you want you know the robot arm from Metal Gear or would you want to prefer a Otacon drone from you know, Guns of the Patriots, or would you prefer to have Raiden's face on a bust thing? You know, you're paying the money for it. Which would you prefer? And then collate the votes and say, you know, we'll offer the the Raiden head. Yeah, and that's what everyone can get. It, yeah, I'd rather see more more of that. Rather I'd like to say... think that'd be people getting involved to so say, you know, we're going to offer something out, but what do you want? Plus, people are going to get excited for it because they're like, "Oh, I hope the fucking the riding head wins." And yeah, like, yeah. But then again, if it, if the one you don't win, if you don't want to win, wins, would you still buy it? Well, it depends. I mean, you've got to make sure that whatever's offered is 
interesting to all. I mean, if it was between like um, Big Boss's arm and the Articon drone, obviously I'd want the arm. Yeah. But if the the, the drone won, then yeah, I'd, I'd still. It wouldn't be a ship thing, you know. What would you want? A robotic arm or a couple of pages of fan art? Well, it's just like, well, on the arm, but the fan art wins. So you're just like, oh, this is bullshit. Yeah. It's still something. There's still, you know, the, the same quality of, you know, sort of design and production and interest. People who are buying collector's edition, like like the the uh, one for Metal Gear Five, mm. uh, the Arkham, uh, the Arkham Knight uh, special edition, we got a statue, and you had yeah, a choice yeah. between the Batman statue or the uh, Batmobile statue. Regardless of what it is. If you're buying a collector's edition, it's because you are a big fan. Hmm. So, Which means that whatever's offered is usually going to be of interest. Yeah, you're going to be interested regardless. It, you, it might have your favourite character or one of your not so favourite characters, but it's something you can't buy. Yeah, on its own it, it's, it's like extortion prices on eBay. It, or something. Yeah, it's like going to a festival and there's like there's three bands that you want to see, hmm. and one of them's headlining. Yeah. Is that going to diminish the fact that if it's not the band that you like most of all is headlining? No, because you still see, you still get to experience the 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 ones that you you know maybe prefer a little bit less, but they're still good. You yeah. know, it, you still get to experience it. Okay, so yeah, whenever I go to a festival, I always look at the lineup, and if there's like at least say between three to five bands that I want to see, I think I consider it worth it. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I'll so just go and see the one band on their own. Yeah. I, don't, I just don't. I don't think. I, if as long as everything is still going to be um, relevant to the you know the context of whatever the game is. So like the Fallout one, say if it was a Pip Boy or um, you know a, a door vault thing that opened, or I don't know a hat or a rifle or something like that, just something from the game. I don't think it's going to matter too much as to what it is because people will still buy it. Um, but giving people the option to choose as to what that is is. It's you know fan communication. It's well, sort of speaking of Fallout. Did you see? Um, this isn't actually on the news thing, but I should have done it, but I haven't. <laughs> um, about that guy who collected uh, enough bottle caps in like Fallout currency to purchase Fallout Four, and he shipped them to. Yeah, I did actually yeah. see that. Yeah, um, I, I think they said like you know this is a quite a clever idea that this guy's had so well done here's a copy of Fallout 4 yeah. don't everybody start doing this no yeah it's a while like, it's not going to yeah. I do like these kind of stories where someone's done something quite original and contacted a company and said you know blah 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 blah. here's this thing and they go that's brilliant we love it and then they give them a little prize for it obviously it's publicity for them yeah because they, they had to say yeah really once it was published well, yeah. they could have just got a big box of bottle caps and just said, "What the fuck's this idiot on about?" and thrown them in the bin. Well, no, because he, he, there's a letter in it. <laughs> it wasn't. Oh, well, so he said a box. <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, they, they were obviously aware as to what was coming. But yeah. they could have just said, "Well, send a letter back, just saying it's a nice gesture, but you know, we, we can't spend them. this." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, they actually uh, they tweeted a picture with all the bottle caps like spilled out on a table with like a little pit boy bobblehead. Yeah, um, in the middle of them, um, and it was just I can't I can't remember what the tweet said, um, but then they they said like when it's released, you'll have a copy. Um, well, as somebody pointed out on whatever website it was I was on, you I probably spent more on the actual bottles yeah, for the bottle caps than the amount of money he's probably spent. If he, if if these are all bottles he's drunk and bought himself, yeah, yeah, then he's he's probably spent more money plus shipping costs for a box of. 
bottle Quite heavy, yeah. So you may as well have just pre-ordered it. <laughs> he could have done, but there's something more personal about that. Oh. It, it, it would have been just like, you know, a big bottle cap collection from like a big night out or just something he'd been collecting over the years or something. Well, and he just thought, fuck it, I'll send it all in. See how much they're worth on... For Fallout 3, but he's been that drunk... He's only just woke up. He's like, oh, Fallout 4's coming out. Yeah, he's been in a coma for like three years. <laughs> Drunken coma. Um, or he may have just like literally scoured the streets, bottle caps. Or he works in a bottle factory. Or he works in a bottle factory. Or he owns a 3D printer and he just printed them all. <laughs> yeah, I think that would cost a lot more than a pre-order. <laughs> I he already had it. He already had the, the sheets to, to print. Well, I don't think you can print metal. Can you? Um, I imagine some 3D printers can. That's how they build cars and stuff. Yeah, but anyone who's got access to an industrial 3D printing machine that can print varying designs of metal... (laughs) Yeah, you've probably got enough money and time to just buy the game. Yeah, but it's not as personal, is it? (laughs) No, but I I think he's just sort of... He's either come across a big collection of them, or, you, you know... He's just collected them from like college or whatever, and he's just said, "This would be funny. They'll just they'll just like this." Yeah, I've, I've got and to get these out of the house. <laughs> yeah, they're going in the bin anyway, so fuck it. And he's just sent it in, and it's paid off for him. That's what I'd like to think has happened, rather than he's actually sat there with a calculator and just been like, "Yeah, well, if I collect two and a half thousand of these, that equates to roughly fourteen point four dollars." So I need to, and then just worked it all out. That because then it, that's a serious I gesture like how rather he's than like a really stereotypical sixties gangster. <laughs> I was going for more than nerd, to be honest. Oh, <laughs> didn't come across as that. All right. Well, either way, maybe you extorted all these bottle caps from people who had bottle cap collections. Yeah, we don't know. This could be a yeah, really yeah. unfortunate story where some kid's crying because his bottle caps have been stolen. <laughs> yeah, and this guy's just like, I can't believe that worked. Excellent. And everyone thinks I'm a genius as well. <laughs> Brilliant. Anyway, Shenmue Three. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Um, it's slated to release uh, on both PC and PlayStation Four. Sony is helping to market and produce Shemmy 3, but won't be receiving any of the money raised through Kickstarter. End. Well, what's all the extra money going to go on then? Making it better? Well, I imagine, considering um, the original Shemmy 3 was like the most expensive game in the world. It was like $75 million. It was like, $70 yeah, it was like million. $70 million. Yeah. Um, these have reached just shy of uh, 7 The thing is, though, have you actually played Shemmy? Yeah, I watched because I'd never played it. I, I was aware of it, obviously, as I uh, mentioned it in a previous podcast. Mm. But I'd never actually played it. And then I watched. Um, I think it was just after the E3 announcement that they would kickstart it. Um, the guys over at Funhouse yeah. did a video on it, and I. It looks awful. <laughs> it looks terrible. Yeah, it's I, not. I, to be to be fair, the stuff they play because I've watched it as well. Cause I've oh yeah, yeah. Funhouse. Um, they don't exactly show a lot of the best bits. Well, what would be the best bit in a game like that, though? Well, go here, meet this guy. Go here, talk to this guy. In, you have to remember, this was a long time ago. <laughs> and Dreamcast time, days. Yeah, it was fucking ages ago. We've had yeah. like three generations since. <laughs> um, considering the last one lasted ten years, <laughs> eight years mm. even. Um, but. At the time, Shenmue was just—it was pretty revolutionary. It was the first game to use it. It coined the term "quick-time event." Um, it was very big. Um, 
it was a big leap for games personally mm. um, and it paved the way for stuff like um, Heavy Rain and L.A. Noir stuff like that um, but it was originally did you know it was originally meant to come out on the Dreamcast um, on the mm. uh, Sega Saturn as a uh, Virtual Fighter RPG really? yeah Virtual Fighter Christ there you go there's a bit of uh, Sega trivia there for you Dan that's not bad um, well the fact is that regardless of how it would have been perceived and received at the time I think even at the time I would have played it and got bored with it pretty quickly I, to be fair I really enjoyed it uh, the second one was a lot better uh, but the good news is mainly it's, it's got shame he's got a massive fan base yeah uh, which is why I brought it up yeah, yeah. and it's that these people have waited longer than people have waited for like Half-Life 3 and like games of, of that kind of cult following for a basically closure to the series it was always intended to be a trilogy um, and it was never going to happen until until now so that's what I think is the best thing about this um, and then obviously with the technology and stuff today we're going to have a much better experience than if we went back and played Shenmue 1 and 2 Especially voice acting. Well, I don't know. I mean, the voice acting that I saw, again, was not... It wasn't, I, mean. I wasn't it blown needs, away. It needs to be a lot better. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, that's that's kind of what you expect, though, is when, you know, it's a really popular uh, game in Japan, and then it gets ported to English and, like, sort of the West. The voice acting is awful. Um, Always yeah, awful. There's a lot of... Um, Mostly lesser-known um, JRPGs that the, uh, the the English dub is surprisingly really well done. Um, there's also more, arguably. There's a lot more that are shit. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's just got the same like same casting agency on speed dial. Yeah, and they're just like, we need uh, 14 uh, male actors and 16 female actors what, to. You, you've got them all there now. Oh, we'll just do it over the phone. Hold on. <laughs> Yeah, it's like record. 16. Well, I've got one guy who can do 16 voices. Brilliant, we'll take him. <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to bear with us, though. He's currently recording for 42 other R- uh, JRPGs at the moment. <laughs> yeah. He's doing all of them for the bathroom at the moment. So. I'll tell you what I really want them to to keep is um, is that they actually did show on the on this, um, Four Nails video is when he walks down the step and it's like a really short fucking... Video. Oh yeah, I I thought I saw what that was. I I thought when he was going into the house, he took his shoes off, and then he walked off. And then when he was leaving, he put his shoes back on. But then when I looked at his feet, I did see any difference. <laughs> I was just like, that uh, is that just a step animation? If he's got to go down an escalator <laughs> or something, I'll be waiting for an hour. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> Do it when they get outside. Then the best. Is- that's that's the best get out clause you've got. They're going outside, load screen, Forklift coming back best. in. Forklift. Yeah, there's a docking port. Um, I can't remember if it's on Chevy One or Two, um, but yeah, you can go and get a job. And you, there's like a like a docking port where all the sailors are. And you can get a job as a forklift driver, and you yeah. actually like you actually move pallets about and stuff until your shift's over. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. The, I kind of like playing games for the fact that it takes me away from doing jobs. I don't want to have to do a simulator where I'm working. Like, that's why I don't get all these sort of, like... There are a billion simulator games, yeah. you know, 
Euro fucking... Truck. The, well, that there, that is just a driving game, there was really. Actually, a trailer. Um, one of the most exciting trailers I've ever seen for Farming Simulator 2015 um, yeah. on, on PC, PS4, Xbox One. Um, I think it had already been out on PC for a bit, and it's like, finally, coming to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. <laughs> and it's like, damn, damn. It's just like showing you like tractors, and then it's just like... Yeah, but it's not like it's not like a joke thing. No, it's, it's not like it's, yeah, it's not like tractors jumping over barns and things. It's just like well, no, it's just it's if you wanted to run a farm, this is how you this is how you run a farm. But it's but got it's, multiplayer online, which means that people together. will do everything but farm. <laughs> That's the point of these games. I actually like playing them. Because it's like Goat Simulator. Goat Simulator is a perfect version. Of like a perfect parody of all these simulator games because yeah. the point of them is you know oh you're you're cleaning the streets you're picking up cars you know you're doing parking warden stuff and all these sort of things but no one does that you just drive around and try and break the game as quickly as you can yeah. to laugh at it and then that's it you never touch it again. Well, I remember playing Euro Truck Simulator and um, I'd been driving for about I don't know about five ten minutes or so down like the M6. And I just happened to look, like change the camera angle, and I'd, I'd dropped my trailer, like miles behind. <laughs> so I've like U-turned. Bear in mind, you can't U-turn on the M6, but I did. <laughs> Gone back on myself, and then found my fucking trailer. Um, and it was just like horizontal across like the M6, and there's like cars for fucking miles. <laughs> I was like, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, but stuff like that makes the game actually funny. It the, does, the yeah. But how? Yeah, but how long does that last? Um, I mean, you can go and play GTA for 50 hours and it will still be funny and you're not doing anything to do with the game at all. You're just driving off cliffs and parachuting and doing whatever. I'll tell you what, but, I bet there's more people that play GTA backwards. Not backwards, but they like they try to stop at the lights, keep in line with the traffic and stuff. I bet there's more people that do that than there are that play simulation games properly. Yeah, I think you're probably right. And I've done it. I think everyone's attempted it at some yeah, point. It's just like... It. Yeah, just like, let's see how long I can do this before I get bored. Mm. And then it's when you get to the first red light and you're just like, forget it, forget it, I'm just going to shoot everyone. Well, there was a rumour that GTA 4 was going to have, like, a speed thing on it. So, like, if you were speeding, the police would chase you. Yeah. Obviously, that didn't happen. But I think that would be quite a... If, it, as long as it was an option, you could turn on and off. Yeah, I think I was going to say, as long as it was, like, an online game mode or something. Yeah. Don't make the whole game like that, because people will give up. Yeah, nobody wants to fucking... That's not the point. No, not at all. Anyway, Shenmue. <laughs> so at mm. some point, um, we can relive all the all the glorious wonder. Last yeah, but no one cares. News. Sorry, what are you going to say, Dan? No, no, no one cares. No. Battlefront. There we are. Battlefront's out. End off. Everyone's happy. Yeah. Um, Activision's Deadpool um, has returned to Steam, but not 360 or PS3. Um, the action game based on the Marvel character returned to Steam following its delisting from all digital storefronts. Deadpool's return to Steam came with no official announcement or promotion from Activision. This, however, is not unprecedented, as Activision also launched a prototype upscale bundle this week on Xbox One with very little fanfare. Um, Deadpool was originally removed from digital stores at the end of 2013, alongside other Marvel games including X-Men the Official Game, X-Men Destiny, X-Men Origins Wolverine, and the Spider-Man titles Edge of Time, Shattered Dimensions, Friend or Foe, and Web of Shadows. Those games still remain unavailable. Um, and I think 
they were all pulled because of an expired licensing agreement between the companies. Right. Um, no, I don't know why Deadpool's returned, but I'm guessing it's because Which of the film. It's because of the film. It's the hype for the film. It has to be. So I'm guessing they've they've kind of extended the license, but only for Deadpool. Um, well, it's because they know that they can make money on it. Yeah. I think a lot Unless of people like... probably buy it this time round. Oh well, yeah, but I mean, I, I've had it. I've completed it about n- nine times, mm. I'd say, and I'm I'm glad that it didn't kind of just go. And here's this new map pack, and here's these new skins, and here's yeah. some DLC, and here's mon- multiplayer. But every time I completed it, I <laughs> I wish I was like, I wish they'd do some DLC for this. Well, they might do now. But then again, well, I imagine they'll make a new game. No, they'll they'll do a new one for sure yeah. before they even think about that. But they had the right concept with it. It just wasn't executed as well as hoped it, yeah. it was. But it's it's still so fun to play. Like, like just, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So it's, it is one of the ones where it's just like, why are you not doing DLC for this? And yet for other bullshit games that I don't want, you've got 16 different pieces of DLC that's going to cost me 44 like, quid just to get, and then all I get is a few... Perks, yeah. or you know, a bit of some extra customizable skins that go for talk. <laughs> I do wish there was an X Force skin because I think that suits fucking ace the uh, black and grey one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I think there'll definitely be a new game. Um, do you reckon it'll be a movie tie-in, like a licensed game, or do you reckon it'll be uh, just something I... same? High Moon Studios—they're just making another game. I don't. I think um, it'll be kind of on the same line as X-Men Origins Wolverine where it is a movie tying game but it that actually started production before the film so it had a couple of years instead of like fucking six months which most of them did yeah, yeah. which most that's why most fucking tying games are shit um, yeah and that's down to they, they can't get the rights until much later on in production in case the film falls through Shit like that. Well, it's basically when the like when the film's finished. Yeah, essentially. So, yeah. well, they, because they obviously need to see all the the artwork, they need to see the mm. styles, the voice designs, all that sort of stuff. So, they're literally just dropped in at the deep end and just say, right, you've got six months, make it. Yeah. Whereas um, X Men Origins Wolverine didn't actually follow the story of the film or anything, um, and Hugh, Jack- Hugh Jackman did like record the dialogue and stuff, mm. um, but it was its own original thing um, and. It was basically Gears of War, so yeah. it worked, and it was—it's probably disregarding the fact that Arkham Asylum came out the same time as—I as, can't remember what Batman film it came out, but it came out with a film. Um, obviously, it's not a movie tying game, but it's still a licensed game, I guess. Well, it's more licensed to comic books rather than licensed to a movie. Yeah, so whereas yeah, so Green Lantern, the game, is the Green Lantern the movie video game it's equally as shit as each other <laughs> well absolutely I mean if anything that's that's one time where the, the sort of the hype and fun and intrigue of the film was almost perfectly encapsulated in the game as well because they're both <laughs> bullshit and you hated them both <laughs> so if anything if they just said they made no effort with the film we're not going to make any effort with the game yeah. so just get Thor the game and we'll just reskin it there you it's go. just Shemu skin <laughs> with the Green Lantern. Yeah, same same voice acting, yeah. But th- then again, there's a lot of licensed games that are like Superman. I no, can't think of there's... any good Superman games. I've said it before, and I will say it again. The only good incarnation of Superman in a game is the Lego games. Um, DC Universe? Only time. 
No. He's you don't play as him. You don't play as him, but you can if no, you he want just, to. He, no, he just flies in, beats the shit out of you, and then flies off again. Yeah, but if you're creative enough, you can make him... Well, I think the, the whole point is that you can make people like Batman, like Green Lantern, but you can't make them. Otherwise, you would have 80 people flying around as Superman. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, Deadpool's back. <laughs> yeah, I do want to see more Deadpool. I want to, I've been reading a lot of Deadpool comics lately, so I want to see more Deadpool films. I want to see Deadpool in The Avengers. I want to see Deadpool in Guardians of the Galaxy, um, the next Batman film, or Deadpool in that. <laughs> Multiple video games. The next I just want Fifty Shades. The next <laughs> Deadpool. Uh... <laughs> the Walking Deadpool. The Walking Deadpool. Oh, there you go. God. That that shit sells itself. That's amazing. Even if it was Michonne shit. is just Deadpool. <laughs> Even if Ed, Rick's Deadpool, Carl's Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Everyone's dead. They're just they're all the same. It's just that they've had like uh, a Deadpool mask just sort of like photoshopped <laughs> yeah. onto them that just sort of bounces it's around on like, the screen when they're. <laughs> it's like Deadpool with like a sheriff's hat. Deadpool with dreadlocks. <laughs> <laughs> Deadpool yeah. with a fucking crossbow. <laughs> like all all the actors are still acting the same. They're still reading the same lines. Everyone's just got a Deadpool mask just <laughs> splattered onto their face. All right, if anyone's listening, <laughs> just make it. The Walking Deadpool. There you go. Aww. We should probably trademark that. As yeah. A series. We should make. That. No, fuck it. I scrap. Take it back. We're gonna make it. Fuck it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. Well, there's your there's your next challenge. Then you can get certain clips from The Walking Dead. Say, do the season six trailer. But everyone is Deadpool, Deadpool and just have it as. But whenever there's a zombie, instead of the zombies going, Chimichanga! Yeah, <laughs> boobies! All that sort of stuff. Just have them all doing. So it's kind of like the Left 4 Dead with like a Don't Deadpool zombie mod. What? Don't ruin it. What? <laughs> We're doing a Left 4 Dead video. What, Left 4 Dead's been out for about 12 years? Yeah. I don't think it's. Nobody's done this except for us. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> of course not. I'm joking, carry on. <laughs> no, but like it, it would just be like it would be like that, but all the zombies are all deadpooled. Deadpooled. <laughs> that's that's the official term. Are we trademarking that as well? <laughs> Trademark, Dan Bate, twenty fifteen. <laughs> anyway, that's it for the news. Okay. Um the main story this week. Um X Men Apocalypse is Ivan news. Yes. Um we've seen there's a bootleg video of the Comic-Con trailer for X-Men Apocalypse uh, but also there is some actually officially released uh, stills from the film and would you Adam and Eve it but Ivan Ooze is in it then Power he is Rangers apparently own Ivan Ooze. Power Rangers go mighty morphing bollocks yeah so th- basically what we've seen so far assuming that everything is above board and true and not bullshit like usually things are on the internet we saw a film no, still this is um, from like total film it's actually well, a, a if it's, proper publication yeah. I know I know who they are but it, it's still as to where they got the picture from is that's you know obviously Snyder. when uh, Brian Singer did they, they had a, did they get it from him yeah they interviewed him okay right well if that's something that they've provided then then they can only expect people to judge what what's come up and coming with the mm. film off that you know, when um, uh, Zack Snyder released the pictures of Batman, yeah. um, you know, with the Batmobile and stuff, that is a good release. Yeah. Because it gets people talking about it, it gets people interested, it's it's murky, it's mysterious, you don't really know what's going on, but it wants you to sort of make up your own mind as to what you see in it. Whereas this one is a picture of Ivan Ooze with an <laughs> attempt at Psylocke, 
and a punk storm, and I I don't like it. I'm, uh, as I said earlier, when we were talking about this, um, Psylocke and Storm, I can get on board with. Uh, this isn't the first time Storm's had a mohawk and stuff. Um, well, no, I mean, yeah, comic book wise, yeah, it, it's it's a look that she's adopted mm. before, but I don't think it's. I think it's a huge leap from the storm that's been in the mainstream movies. Yeah, yeah. The the weird sort of short spiky hair thing that she had in um, Last Stand, mm. and I think she had it as well in uh, Days of Future Past. I believe so. In the short cameo she had. Yeah, yeah. I, I personally, I'm not a fan. I still prefer the sort of the long, almost to a sort of arse white yeah. hair. I because you know when she gets all stormed up, trademark Dan Bay 2015. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, she sort of floats in the air, and she's got the sort of like the wings like connecting to her hands from her from yeah. her body, and the hair just goes fucking crazy. Yeah. And you know, she just looks like a almost demon. You know, I, I love that look, and it just it loses a little bit when uh, it's just a short hair because you know you can't really go crazy and wild and all over it's the place. It's staticky. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like you know what what if they did for that with uh, Jean Grey when she turned into Phoenix mm. and she had like a pixie cut? I just don't think it'd work. It's. Uh... Um, Compared to Oscar Isaac as Apocalypse, Storm and Psylocke look amazing. Oh yeah, I can completely <laughs> let them go. Granted, yeah. they both look like cosplayers. Well, no, the thing is, though, Psylocke, you know, that. yeah, you know that I like Psylocke. Yeah. That she's a really cool character. You know, psychic weapons get me on board. Mm. Love all that. Um, she is half English, half Japanese. Psylocke. Yeah. So, or mm, I can't remember if it's Japanese or Chinese. Either way, she's uh, half Caucasian, yeah. half Oriental, um, and she, I mean they've got the same costume for her, so I can't, you know, they can't go wrong with that. And I think I saw a, uh, a picture of the, an Apocalypse um, sort of movie poster that was on the front of Empire, I think, yeah. and did have Psylocke with the proper psychic blade on her right hand. Yeah. So they're still going for that. I can I can get past the Psylocke thing. Apocalypse, though, no. Is Apocalypse in it? Apparently, I thought it was Ivan Ooze. I, th- you, you, I can understand how you make the mistake, considering he's just a purple thin guy. Oh, god damn it! <laughs> you know why? You know, Apocalypse is like the oldest and most perfect of every mutant because he can yeah. change every molecule in his body, and he, he's got like every single power because he's just like the best and coolest mutant ever. Mm. Remember when he turned himself into Ivan Ooze? <laughs> <laughs> when he sat there and he watched the Power Rangers movie, and he went. That's that's a guy I can get on board with. Do you know what though? (laughs) The weird thing is, right, because I saw that set photo and like I clicked on it and I was just like, that can't be right. And then in the comments, someone had put up a picture of Ivan Ooze from the Power (laughs) Ranger. I think it was, I think it was the exact same picture that you sent to me. Um, And I actually watched the Power Rangers movie a couple of months ago because fuck it, why not? Power Rangers is amazing, Dan. Uh, Well, I still love that film, even though when I was younger, I thought it was shit. I knew it it's was It's the shit, corniest, most awful film ever. It's um, cool as fuck. Mm, of course it is. But I, I remember it just being like one of the first videos I actually bought. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two two weeks ago. Yeah. No. I'm getting but a new like, player next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but it, yeah, Apocalypse is supposed to be, you know, for, for my mind, he's supposed to be about eight foot tall, he's supposed to weigh about half a ton, and he's in like a robot mech suit. The, th- the thing is, though, of all the characters, fair enough, right? Brian Singer said from the start he didn't want to have the X Men in like the, the blue and yellow 
suits and stuff. We want to make it. I a still bit more grand. don't. I don't know why. Fuck, fuck it. I even say it was the right call. Fuck it. Okay, it's right. Not, it, obviously, but. yeah. No, assuming it was. Assuming it said right, we're gonna. I've got creative license with this. I'm gonna take it in a bit of a different direction. I don't think they'd have the uh, yellow and blue outfits, which they've had for forty years. <laughs> but I don't think that they'd have them. So we're gonna go with black leather instead yeah. and just put a bit of yellow on them. Okay, and people just go, that's wrong. But oh, we get we get what you're doing. Wolverine looks all right. Yeah, yeah. Apocalypse is. There's no, there's nothing to stop him from having him looking exactly as he does in the comics because it is one of the most simplest costume designs ever. Hmm. And if they can do Colossus, they can do Apocalypse. They can do Colossus, and they can do Colossus well. Yeah. So I don't see why they've gone for this really elaborate that basically looks like Ivan Ooze and fucking Roman from Guardians have had a baby. It does look a lot like Ronin. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's like I said to you before, it's it's Venom all over again. Yeah, it really is. You you know what Venom looks like. Even, you know what he looks like. Even if whatever godforsaken dimension, Trophy Grace was the right choice for Eddie Brock, there was no reason they had to fuck up actual Venom. No, Venom isn't just Spider-Man in a black suit. No. And that's what they made him. He's a big hulking beast. He's enormous. And, oh god! Nah, no, don't even get me started on fucking Venom. I know, but that's the thing, though. That's the. I don't know if it's cheaper for them to do it like this. But why is he purple? Is he purple in some incarnations? I only know him as grey. Grey and blue. Yeah. This is. I really can't get my head around it. I, I can only assume that the picture we've seen is not Apocalypse. It and it, it's not him. No, no, no. It's not him in his normal incarnation. If he's, you know, like I say, you know, he's the perfect mutant. He can control every part of himself. If he can shapeshift, which I'm almost positive he can, um, then maybe this is a different form, or it's him before he got his powers, but somehow in the future or whatever. But well, no, I, I'm it, hoping. It looks like that, he's enlisted Storm. As a but he hasn't got a massive fucking A on his belt. He's got anything. He's, he is a big massive A. Oh. <laughs> But, <laughs> Very well done. Jerry Mark Calpovi, 2015. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, I, I really can't see how they can... I mean, granted, this is purely aesthetics. It could be the best fucking superhero film ever. I'll never get over how shit he looks. Yeah, no, I agree. It, I, I honestly want to just see where he marches in. You know, they said, we've, we've had him in six hours of makeup, we've done it. <laughs> and then he walks into the room... And they all went, brilliant, perfect. And then there's just one guy with a comic book just holding it up, just going, what? Oh, wrong film. What? <laughs> it, it just shows it around. It's just like, sorry, guys, have you have you all been looking at the same thing? Oh, shit, we were watching the Power Rangers. Oh, we got fucking drunk the other night. Oh, man. Right, send him back, send him no, back. We're, we're filming in like ten minutes. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> You're not even blue. I, I honestly <laughs> hope that they've just done this just to fuck with people. No. And they like, no, no, because they're going to release another one which is panned out even more. And then Apocalypse is like right behind Storm. Yeah, this is like Mr. Sinister. Yeah, just he's just about to get stomped on, yeah. Yeah, but we said this about the Sentinel. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't, get, I don't know why they can't do sizing properly. Why can they not do it? But they can. Sentinels, no Sentinels are huge, huge skyscraper-sized robots that fly around and kill mutants. 
they're not ten foot tall and hover. I mean, fair enough if you want to say, oh, it was in the 60s, you know, so the technology wouldn't be... Fair enough. Why in the future are they still the, basically the destroyer from Thor? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Don't do that. Make them properly. thing is, everything's perfectly doable. They have the money. They, they put the head into fucking uh, The Last Stand, and that was a proper Sentinel head, roughly to scale. It's good as. So if they, can, if they can do it in that, I mean... That was a, that was an absolute lie when I saw that in the trailer anyway. Because as soon as Wolverine comes flying down on that fucking head, I was just like, oh my god, the Sentinel's yeah. in this. And then you never see a Sentinel, and it was all the simulation anyway, so fuck you. But how have they got a simulation? It's the Danger Room. Yeah, but if there's no nothing in the movie universe, Sentinels aren't even mentioned until Days Future Past. So in order for Sentinels to exist, for them to have a Danger Room... And Last Stand isn't canon because Days Future Bass wipes it. How is the Sentinel? How have they got the? They know about Sentinels. Maybe they made them up <laughs> in case somebody makes a robot that can take us out. <laughs> well, maybe maybe that's what they did. Maybe they designed the Sentinels just to say, right, what's the worst thing that they could come up with? Right, giant mutant killing robots. Brilliant. Okay, we'll design them, we'll make them, we'll put them in the danger room, and when we can beat them. We know that if they ever... Oh my god, they've stole the plans. Oh my god, they're going to make them. Maybe that's how it came around. Quick, you don't ruin know. the film so it never happens. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I don't get it. I mean, they, they they have characters that they nail, like Deadpool. Even Psylocke, I, oh, you yeah. know, I, although I don't get quite a, mm, a look right. She's still got the same costume. And in most superhero films, the incarnation of the costume... I mean, Thor. Thor's got the stupidest costume. But in the films... It looks basically the same, yeah. and it works. It just works. Fucking but Batman. they, they ha- <laughs> well, as long as he's in black with a cape, you're pretty much all right. Adam West. <laughs> but you know, Aquaman. They've they've said that suit's ridiculous. We can't do yeah, that. It's not and that was a, that was a good choice. I'm still not sold on Aquaman just yet. But the fact that they've got this Batman, this Superman, this Wonder Woman, throwing you know, just the the old sort of seventies Aquaman in his green spandex wouldn't have worked. Um, so that's a good decision, but to change Apocalypse for no reason. I mean, even at the end of Days of Future Past, he was grey. So why is he now purple? Well, no, he's a kid, wasn't he? But he was grey. Oh, yeah, so you'd assume, well, he was a kid. That's the ancient Egyptians. That's roughly when he would have been born. You know, he's an immortal super being. Um, you know, so he would have, he wouldn't have been able to sort of get bigger and then grow and then get frail and die. So he would have just got bigger and bigger and bigger. So. Why was he a great kid and now he's a Mr. Fucking Ooze, uh, Ivan Ooze ripoff? It's. I don't know why they didn't just mocap a guy, CGI the shit out of him, like they did with Colossus. But, no, I, I mean, I've got a better one for you. The Thing. Yeah, The Thing. The Thing in the new Fantastic Four films looks great. That looks genuinely the good. The Thing in the old Fantastic Four films looked better than this shit. <laughs> it did, and that was just a rubber suit. Yeah. To be fair, but it still it still works. I I still don't like the voice of the thing in the in the new one. Well, mm, the voice the one voice thing that got right one thing, isn't it? The Dale Fantastic Four films was his voice. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Michael Chiklis. Yeah, the dude from the Shield. Yeah, that was it. I can't remember his yeah, name. Cool but Chiklis, I think. Thing. Yeah. Whereas this guy, you see this big, massive, fucking, basically brick guy. He's like a. Phew. 
Hey, Reed. Hang on. Well, they're all they're all younger, I suppose. So you know, it's just, a, it's just got a sort of a teeny voice. I don't know, whatever. But the voice doesn't really matter as long as he looks right for me. His face voice doesn't match his voice voice. Well, but that's the thing, though. But that's that's, that's poor the casting, then, if that's the case. Or have you know, just have the one guy for the the voice acting and the real acting, and then when he changes into the thing, just just do the old classic. Just get James Earl Jones in, get him doing the voice. Problem solved. Well, they did it with the Avengers. You had um, um, oh shit, I forgot his name, Mark Ruffalo mm. as Banner, but when he's the Hulk. It's uh, Lou Ferrigno voicing him. Really? Yeah. Wow. So there's like two lines here. Lou Ferrigno is now... He's been in every single Hulk film. What was he in The, the Incredible Hulk and The Hulk? Or Hulk yeah, I he was a security called. guard. Oh shit, of course he was, yeah. yeah. He was with Edward Norton. Yeah. yeah, he gives him the pizza. Yeah, of course. Oh. Yeah. Lou Ferrigno. Oh, full of fucking trivia. Stupid trivia, yeah. But <laughs> you'd be still no good on a fucking pub quiz team, yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, Fantastic Four looks good. Apocalypse, Apocalypse looks bad. Tra- to be fair, the trailer. Uh, well, I'm... we haven't seen a trailer for it. We- we've seen one picture, and it doesn't look great. That's not. That doesn't trailer. mean anything. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything about the final no. film at all. So we're not happy with the look. But does it mean it, it's going to be a bad film? Could, of course, it, could it be doesn't. better than Batman vs Superman. <laughs> it could be better than a lot of things. It could be the worst thing that's ever been made. Probably. At this point, we just don't bloody know, and we won't know until. Um... 27th of May 2016 yeah so quite a bit away um, yes but that's it Dan well good I think we'll leave we it there in case out. I, I am um, uh, instead of ending how I normally do with a question or some other stupid thing um, <laughs> I have an even stupider thing oh this week I have a riddle a riddle, a riddle. okay you're good at riddles Edward think we're in the house <laughs> Entered I to the <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> you ready for this amazing riddle? Uh, yeah, go for it. Right, thirty cows in a field, twenty-eight chickens. Cows. How many? Twenty-eight days? chickens. Wait, thirty cows in a field, yeah. twenty-eight chickens. Yeah. yeah. How many didn't? How many? How many didn't what? That's just the riddle. How many didn't? We can't have half a sentence. That's just it. Thirty cows in a field. Right, hold on. 30, let me get my abacus, one second. <laughs> right, 30, 30 cows in a field. Yeah. 28 chickens. 28 chickens. Yeah. Oh, right, so there's 28 chicken cows. So 28 leave, two left. No. Well, that makes sense. No, don't. There's 28 of them are chickens, so they all left the field, two left. How many no. did? Uh, wait, how many didn't? How many yeah, didn't? how many didn't How many didn't chicken out? Two. No, none chicken. Nobody chickened out. <laughs> Well, you said there's 28 chickens. 28 chickens. Yeah. How many didn't? 28 chickens. Yeah, 30 cows, 28 chickens. So out of those cows, 28 of them are chickens. They chickened out. How many's left? How many didn't chicken out? Two. No. <laughs> Riddle sold. It's not sold. Thanks very much. See you next week. <laughs> the answer's ten. What? Ten. Twenty. Watson. Twenty. 28 chickens. 28 chickens. Cows don't eat chickens, it's, though. It's not a fucking logical riddle. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Alright. 30 cows in a... 30 lions in a field. <laughs> 28 chickens. Yeah. Um, 
How many didn't? Two. Yeah, that would make no, way ten. more sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking anyway, hell. If you'd like to hear more riddles, you can head over to the <laughs> website. There isn't any riddles, really. Um, no. But where is this mystical website? You can go to www.podcastvsplayer.co.uk or .com. Um, you can, you can send us an email. <gasps> I got there first. I'm doing oh. it this time. Right, you can send us an email to playervpodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet us at podcastvsplayer. No. <laughs> Shit. No, I always get that one wrong. It's at podcastvplayer. Uh, and you can also text Callum on 078. <laughs> I don't know what your phone number is. You can, I, don't, I don't know what my number is. So No. Well, I, it'll be in the description if you want to text <laughs> <laughs> right. um, but that's that's it that's all we've got time for um, All right. what then. is coming up on the channel Dan um, I don't know um, we are doing a Mortal Kombat video which we've started um, oh yeah that'll be up as soon as we've finished um, there's uh, yep, a new indie game called Bleeding Bleeding, Bleeding Blocks, Blocks. Um, that we've also done yeah, as well yeah that'll be up um, some point this week um, yep. if you haven't watched it already and for whatever reason you don't know about it um, Batman versus. What do you mean the hypest? Oh, <laughs> no, <laughs> bleeding blocks. <laughs> no, I was going to say the hypest game ever. It's like Flood Fighters, but never mind. <laughs> um, Batman versus Superman trailer was released last week, um, and we did a shit just in slash trailer breakdown on that. Um, so that's all. Yeah, yeah. That's on the website on the YouTube channel, um, which you forgot, Dan. Um, it's www.podcastversus. Wait, no, what? YouTube. YouTube, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, it, youtube.com forward slash podcast VS player. There you go. Um, and we also will be doing a Left 4 Dead video, a Left 4 Dead 2 video, finally. We're going we're gonna to be the people to start this new trend. <laughs> What's this Left 4 Dead? I, keep I know, about? but nobody knows about it. No. Just us to be the pioneers. <laughs> Always. <laughs> and on that note, um, we're going to go and play Shemu. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>